0: So it is episode four, welcome back everyone of How's Your Week been? Uh, I'm Lee Wilcox, co-founder and CEO of On the Tools. Um, soon to be, as everyone's aware, because everyone is following the LinkedIn series. Uh, countdown, T-minus, uh, soon to be electric house and uh, uh, be- become part of that family. Uh, but today I'm excited. We've got Yannis. Mo- no, I've got it wrong already. Yannis right. Mouse. I keep getting it wrong. Yannis Moas. Yannis Mouse um, from Hive, co-founder of Hive, which is a customer relationship and empowerment product uh, and platform. Um, I'm going to let Yannis explain more about that. Um, we're going to go through some Bitcoin and uh, see what Yannis can end up with, see if he can beat, I think Alan Barrett is top at the minute, Jamie was telling me, um, uh, but I'm going to let Yannis jump in and tell me about Hive, about you, where you're based, and uh, we've got a bit of a brummy connection going on, which we have, I, I we always have. like, always like, so great, uh, great to have you here, mate.
1: Yeah, likewise, yeah, yeah great to be a part of it. Um, so. Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about Hive, I guess. Yeah, yeah, do it. Cool, so um, yeah, Hive is a kind of customer relationship empowerment platform, as we like to call it. Um, Centres around brand advocacy. So we're all about getting real customers to tell real stories. So it's all about authenticity and trust in a world that, where it's lacking, really. Um, so the platform allows kind of large corporate organisations to engage with their consumers on a kind of deeper level. So it all centers around collaboration and we frame it around the three C's of collaboration. So that's building a community, a community you can engage with, crowdsourcing that community for kind of ideas that can inspire and then finally co-creating with that community to create new products and
0: services and the new propositions that are kind of hopefully enable you to grow. Nice. I like it. So this is this allows you then, and allows brands to create uh, communities and ultimately engage them. So, you, so I guess this is used for like market research purposes, R and D, um, real engagement to get questions answered, that probably just can't get answered. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
1: it, it's, it's spot on. Yeah, so good
0: sell for that, was it, um, Yeah, yeah, do you, to, do you want to join us? Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I do need a job, to be honest, don't I? <laughs> <me? laughs>
1: yeah, so it kind of, ultimately, all starts with a community, right? It's all about building a kind of authentic, trustworthy community, a community of people that, you know, want to be your advocates, want to be your ambassadors. But following that is getting them to kind of work with you, work alongside you, and to kind of shape you know, the future of the company. So, yeah, okay, one part of it absolutely is. It's just kind of you know market research polls surveys kind of you know showing them new products and services and getting them to kind of feedback on that but it's deeper than that so it's about actually then getting them to kind of lean in and say do you know what this is how we would kind of shape that product and service this is how we would develop it further and um, so it's going through that kind of co-creation f- um, phase as well as well as kind of getting them to do user-generated content referral marketing and just kind of general brand awareness stuff as well
0: Love it. So I'm going to pick a bit up about that in in a bit as well, more about that. But firstly, what we always do for every guest uh, is create your own jingle. So we're gonna we're gonna do the Yannis Mouse jingle now. I'm I'm saying now. I'll say now. We all love Yannis Mouse. We all love
1: Yannis Mouse. We all love love Yannis Mouse.
0: We all love Yannis Maus. <laughs> <laughs> never had a jingle before, so uh, no, that's, uh, that's uh, very cool. What I like about the jingles is that I never hear them before, so I'm always like, Jamie, please don't like make something that's, that's not good. But I enjoyed that. That was good, We yeah. all do love...
1: It yeah. wasn't you, who
0: was it? It was Andy. Andy... Oh, was it? Well done, Andy. Um, uh, so that's your jingle. We'll send you that so you can have that as your uh, personal ringtone on your phone or something. I mean, that would be a good one actually. That's well, pretty, wouldn't it, pretty cool. I'm going to make it chippy or something. And that goes off. <laughs> um, so uh, we've got the Birmingham connection. You guys are based in Broms. Yes, yeah? we are. We are. Um, yeah. Always love a, a Brum based business. Um, so how did you tell us a bit about you? How did you start the bit? What was the decision to start Hive? Like, where were you before? You know, give us a bit of. A, a bit about your
1: background and stuff? Yeah, of course. Um, so, I, oh, I guess I've, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, really. Um, never like kind of conventions, um, even going back to kind of when I was at school. Um, failed all my GCSEs, um, kind of, you know, kind of left school thinking, kind of, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? As kind of a lot of people do, yeah. Um, and I think it because <laughs> the education system was fundamentally kind of broken, um, and still to a certain extent is. Yeah. Um, I think people with um, creative minds, people that think differently, um, are often let down because they're not kind of um, academic. Um, so kind of explored lots of different things. Um, For travel agent, go and kind of study leisure and tourism, hospitality, kind of working in hotels and restaurants and bars as you do, Um, and then kind of started to think actually no, I kind of there's something about kind of the creative space, um, and and that kind of really kind of takes my fancy. So. Kind of went to university, sort of media production, and have this kind of vision of kind of being a documentary filmmaker, okay? Um, being the next kind of you know Nick Broomfield, um, so to speak, and um, kind of really enjoyed that. Got really into it. Um, kind of took on photography, kind of uh, digital production as well, um, oh, yeah. and, and videography. And then in the final year, um, got offered a placement um, at his software company, and kind of back into of Coventry, um, kind of went along for the interview thinking kind of nothing of it and kind of said to me look kind of we think you know that you've got something to offer us do you want to join us for like a, a free form month placement um, so i did that and um, loved working with the team and um, kind of ended up winning quite a few awards through through that particular um, scheme as well um, and then got offered a position straight out of university and then it's that kind of decision where you go do i follow the dream do I take a shot? Do I take <laughs> the money? Yeah. I <laughs> took the money. I, with a view to going, do you know what? I'll do this for a year. I'll do this for a year and then get a bit of money behind me, and then I can start to explore what they really want. The big want to question do. is how long are we there for? 10 years. <laughs> <This> <laughs> 10 years later. Classic, I, I was still there. Um, um, it, was a, it was a fab company. Yeah. Um, so kind of um, we kind of travelled all the way around, all the, all way around the world, um, had fun kind of building the, the product. Um, we changed the whole proposition. So when I joined, the company was called Repeat Communication. Um, when I left, we'd rebranded it to Rant and Rave. Um, which is a lot cooler, I'm sure you'll sure agree. And it was all about kind of customer feedback, kind of capturing insights and then doing something with that for kind of, again, large corporate organisations. Um, and I'd gone from everything from a marketing grad all the way to kind of marketing director, um, looking after kind of the sales function and uh, marketing as well at the same time. So kind of, yeah, great journey.
0: And then um, what happened, happened for you to then start higher, 10 years there, you've obviously got a lot of experience from them through, going through that as well. Absolutely. But you've still got this what you've got like a niggling feeling. You've got what what's the
1: Yeah, I, I think it kind of it was the right time. Yeah. Um I think the the team I'd built I was so proud of. They, they were great. Um and I realized that they didn't need me anymore. It it was at that point where you go, actually, they can do all this. I'm there kind of working on kind of the, the strategy for the next year thinking do I really want to go and do this again? Or do I want to kind of explore kind of what I want to do? Um, And I'd always had this idea of kind of a brand advocacy platform, you know, not influencer marketing, because I think that's kind of the wrong type of of engagement, but actually real customers telling real stories, kind of almost taking, you know, that if you've captured the feedback, you've understood about, you know, how someone feels about you, if it's a positive experience, what can we do with that person? How can we really engage with them? Um, So kind of bit the bullet and and started Hive, so been doing that now for about
0: 18 months, really. Okay, and so you you've running it for 18 months. Um, How's your week been? Bonkers, absolutely
1: bonkers, because we've obviously got Hive, which kind of lots going on. We're about to launch the platform in six weeks, so kind of, before then, we've kind of been building a proposition, kind of doing a lot of kind of consultancy with people around, kind of the subject of brand advocacy. But at the same time, decided to stupidly, um, but in a good way, launch Birmingham Tech Week, um, which has caused my week to go from kind of you know, probably sixty hours to close to hundred now, um, which my wife loves me for, of course. Um, but it's been fun, and it's been kind of it's needed in the region to kind of create a, a kind of tech community within Birmingham.
0: Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of. Uh... I've got a few questions on that later actually on and just on Birmingham itself and, and my view of it and um I try and do a lot of um networking within mm. Birmingham but um I don't know whether there's a There's, the, I think there's certain organisations trying to help but I don't know how well it's being sort of pulled together and stuff and I think there's I think there's mm. there's companies that are doing it really well and there's others that are saying they're doing it and they're not doing it very well and and uh it's an interesting space in Birmingham at the minute but um so What's you know you've had eighteen months of building a product mm. there then yeah. which so so it's SaaS product it is yeah. it's a SaaS platform um and what's the what's been the, the biggest uh, challenge getting it to the point when did you say launch in six weeks did you say in um, six weeks yeah right yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're pretty much there you get to the point yeah. a bit now where you're like oh it's like squeaky bum time it's shit got real <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. know I know <laughs> okay so what's been the biggest challenge over that that, that eighteen months uh, as the as the as the co-founder and and um, uh, and, and what, what position do you take within the business uh, Sorry, I, as well that's something Yeah important. so my background has been marketing
1: yeah Um. so kind of I um, like to build brands Um. that excites me so yeah really that's been my my role is building the brand building the proposition yeah and um, we've done a lot of work with people like Warwick Business School and um, to kind of conduct original research into the space to kind of uncover kind of new insights that we can then kind of take into the product and and develop further as well
0: Um. so that's been good but yeah really building a proposition and, and kind okay. of the marketing around it so you're building in the brand there and what and what it means and what it stands for and then what people are going to understand it as and perceive it as and uh, is messaging right so what across that 18 months then what's been the biggest the biggest challenge you've had trying to get the product ready for launch
1: yeah i mean but getting a product ready for launch kind of i've got i'm lucky to have a fantastic business partner who is a kind of um I've, well i've be doing a discredit if i call him a software developer because he's so much more than that he's someone that kind of Gets it strategically, kind of contributes to kind of the, the, the marketing proposition, and just kind of we, we bounce off each other. We we worked previously at Rant and Rave together, right. so that that helps. Um, but time it takes longer than kind of I ever imagined anything to. Kind what of was the original just, timeline? Oh, it's probably I don't know six months. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get the early prototype out there and kind of you know um, let's kind of you know take it for a spin. You know see how kind of we get on. But I think. When we started to address the the market and the type of kind of organizations that we wanted to engage with, they weren't gonna be kind of happy with, you know, something that's been created in six months. We needed kind of careful consideration. We needed to make sure that we understood their needs so i've spent a lot of time actually just validating sitting down with people our target audience and just kind of asking well, hopefully sensible questions about kind of you know what their challenges are around kind of marketing brand um, advocacy whatever it may be and hopefully
0: kind of taking some of that insight back into the product itself any um any bits of advice any bits for for someone who's looking to start a SaaS product anything you could say like don't do this i completely like shafted myself or this was a real error we made, or any bit of advice that you can give someone as a bit of a, a bit of a gem.
1: Yeah, I think kind of um, you, you've got to take your time, um, and you've got to listen to people. You've got to really, really listen to people. People claim to listen to people, but they don't. Um, so I've come across a lot of people in my time that kind of only want to hear what they want to hear. And therefore they're sitting kind of talking to people who, you know, essentially are their kind of target audience of people that are going to buy from them who are telling them, actually, no, what you've got is good, but you need to kind of pivot or shape it in this way. Um, And because they're kind of so stubborn, they'll go, no, no, I I want to do it this way. Um, Luckily, I think we've got the benefit of hindsight of going through kind of, you know, the time at Rant and Rave to go, actually you know we need to take that time of kind of considering our audience and and what the platform should be versus kind of what in reality
0: it will it will become yeah it's so easy isn't it i think it's good advice it's so easy to talk to people when you've got and as well because when you've got an idea and then you have started it you you end up getting into the position don't you where you um you love it so much that you want to make sure that whatever that idea was you want to make sure it comes to life and it happens and and uh, and then when you get people giving you challenges against that and it changes too much, you can sort of, and then it's easier to just go and talk to people that are gonna agree with you and then, uh, and then what's the point almost? You do end up launching a, you know, a, 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 sort of, uh, a product that's not gonna work. So I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's good advice. Um, yeah,
1: don't fall in love with your, your own idea. That's kind of yeah, kind of sin number one when you're in a startup, right?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we started on the tools off the, off the back of a recruitment idea for an, an app. It never launched. Yeah. We, got, we, we built it once, we got ripped off with it, we built it again, and then we were like, actually, this, isn't a, this is a bit of a shit idea. We shouldn't, it's not gonna <laughs> yeah. serve the purpose that we first exactly. thought it was gonna. Things have changed, recruitment's changed, the industry's changed, um, and actually, the value proposition of, of the app itself was something that when we looked at it, we were like, people aren't gonna really come back for think. They're gonna, That's it. they might need to come back every two months. And then you go, well, uh, where's the, cause the whole thing was built on the penny gap on like, I don't want to charge tra- trades people. Right. Okay. So then we were like, brands will will pay and be able to utilize the, the data we collected. So, and then in the end we were like, this is not a very good idea. Uh, I, I think there's a problem to solve there with the recruitment industry within, con- within construction, mm. but uh, we weren't going to solve it with that. So That's then you the have big. to go, oh. I mean, I come up with shit ideas every day. It's the graveyard, of the kind of Exactly, yeah, just kind of, it's
1: part of the process, right? Yeah. Um, for every kind of 10 shit ideas, you, you hope that you kind of come up with one good one and that you can shape and kind of turn into something that, that can help. But yeah, um, but I think to your point, it's about problem solving, right? Find a problem and solve it. Um, the amount of times i come across people who have got a good idea, but it doesn't solve a problem and therefore it's always doomed to fail.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, there is a lot of kind of uh, the startup graveyard. Um, for, for kind of you, you, I love the start. I love to go back to my startup graveyard. I bet there's some horrific things in there, like horrendous things. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's uh, there's uh, so as as we do each week, there's uh, there's the Whibcoin count. Yanis, I'm I'm going to give you two points. One for your answer originally, but two, a um, lot like the reference of the uh, startup graveyard and uh, the problem solving sort of thing. So you you're on two. It's a good start. It's okay. all right. Good. Which leads me nicely into. The actual quiz. So you've got a, you know, the Birmingham link, which we'll talk about in a bit. I've mm. got a lot to talk about at Birmingham. I think it's, I'm really worried about this, by the way. I'm about gonna, about they, the Birmingham I
1: mean, quiz? No, no, just quizzes in general. Quizzes in
0: they general. Will, they will, they will so what, what I will do is, I'll, for the audience, I'll caveat. You're not mm. from Birmingham. You've just been in Birmingham for a while now. That's right. Eight years. Yeah. Eight yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's justified. Just, for just yeah. doing a Birmingham quiz, then, mate. You've yeah. got. You should know some stuff about Birmingham. Okay. Uh, I'd like to also point out that Jamie does the questions for these. Um, okay. Thanks, Jamie. So. They're nothing to do with um, uh, business or work. They're just Birmingham facts. Just Birmingham so facts. Okay. I'm going to jump in. Question one, Janus, yeah. is: Brum has famously more canals than Venice. But how long are the waterways? It's multiple choice. I won't just you know. I was going to say yeah. 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 Ah, <laughs> how long are the water? How, <laughs> how long are the waterways? <laughs> And then just uh, you pass. <laughs> uh, so is it A, 35 miles, is it B, 42 miles, or is it C, 170 miles? Dude, that's a hard question, that is, because it's one of those ones where, yeah. how do you, mm. you know, unless you're a real keen canal person within Birmingham, it's, it, the, I'd struggle to work out the, the relativity of yeah, lot, yeah. you
1: know. I'm trying to think where the canals go to
0: and where they kind of, I'm going to go 42. Okay, it's gone in the middle, which is a sensible thing to do on multiple choice. So I find sometimes, but unfortunately, it's a. It was actually a thirty-five miles. It's not bad. No, you would you were, know, you were it's close. close. It's you went. Close. It's you didn't go for the hundred and seventy miles, so that's you know that's good. Uh, question two: The custard factory. You know the custard factory. I know it well. Good, good. The heart of creativity in Birmingham was the location of of which custard invention. So is it a custard pies? Mm-hmm. Is it B, refrigerated custard, or is it C, egg free custard? I'll be answers again. Is it A, custard pies, B, refrigerated custard, or is it C, egg free custard? Egg free custard. You know what? It's a ding, ding, ding. It's egg-free custard. Yeah. and uh, Powdered custard. Ja- Jamie's nicely uh, added a little bit of uh, information in behind this as well, in brackets. Uh, it was invented by Alfie Bird, whose wife was allergic yeah. to eggs. That's what it's creating. Bird's Problem custard. solver. There you go. Problem solver, you Absolutely. see. Absolutely. But he made a fortune, or maybe he didn't. He, his wife was in love with him for the rest of his, uh, for the rest of his life. It's like Tate, though. Tate, the
1: sugar manufacturer. You know, we've got Tate Modern, you know, Tate Britain, yeah. off the back of that. Yeah,
0: I like it. Uh, Question three, which Birmingham football club is the highest above sea level? Is it A, Aston Villa, B, Birmingham City, or is it C, West Bromwich Albion? That is a tough one. When you say football club, you mean football ground. Yeah. A, Aston Villa, B, Birmingham City, or C, West Bromwich Albion. Which Birmingham football club is the highest above sea level? Well,
1: as Aston Villa just got in contact about Birmingham Tech Week to support us. I'm going to go for Villa. That's,
0: you know what? That was really smart. I'm giving you a point for that anyway. As, as, as a fan, <laughs> that's true. a smart way of dropping in. Uh, I a thought I Well know. done. Basically, uh, what, I have got a fucking clue. So yeah. What was, was the answer go that you for? gave? Villa. Villa. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> um, it is uh, C, West Bromwich Albion. Now, the thing you've got to know about this is that He's a West Brom fan. Uh, if you'd known that, then you would have gone to see. And and actually, if you'd seen them written out, it's a the vile, b right. Birmingham shitty, or c mighty mighty West Bromwich Albion. Coming, of course. Uh, and they are fi- yes, uh, and they are five hundred and fifty-one feet above sea level. Uh, well, there amount. you go. I'm a Bolton
1: yeah. Wanderers fan. So oh, are you? of, yeah, you've had a sticky. Time. I've had a bit of a, wow. yeah, a shit time,
0: right? Yeah. I mean how do you feel about all of that
1: um, Relieved yeah. I <laughs> think first and foremost that I've actually got a club to support um, but yeah kind of. I think the, the st- we, can, we can do a whole new podcast on the state of football right now The state now, of football is a it's, shitstorm it's isn't it I, mean, awful. I know
0: Ad uh, so uh, our creative director the co-founder uh, Ad he, him and his son Dylan were going up to the Bolton away game last year and then I was with him we were with him in London the day before weren't we and then it came up in the news that the game was going to be um, playing beyond closed doors and that he might not even go ahead and I was like what is going on? Like, how, how can that happen? So, why how can it just disappear into thin air? It doesn't make sense. I know. It, it, and, and it strikes the uh, life uh, out of me. If
1: you think about kind of a Premier League and kind of all the money that's pumped into that, um, all the kind of foreign investment that, that some of those clubs get, and then you look at kind of you know Bolton, but Berry, you know, kind of sad to see a club with so much history kind of go down. and yeah. so, um, But unfortunately, I think it's going to be kind of common. It will um, be hundred percent. The of gap fix.
0: between. Yeah. The Championship and the Premies is uh, just massive, so, so big. Um, we um, hijacked the quiz then, um, but uh, question give four. A, give us a briefer. Yeah, it was, yeah. It doesn't look like the pressure of it. Question four. How many weather... This is such a random question. How many Weatherspoon pubs are there in the West Midlands? Is it A, 32, B, 40, or C, 55? a Uh, it was b 40 um i have no uh nothing else to say about it because you know i don't know what relevance it has so question five what is Ozzy osborne's real name is it a john michael osborne is it b oliver osborne or is it c james michael osborne i'm just
1: basically gonna go on who i think he looks most like okay (laughs) a
0: james and you went for C, James. Yeah yeah, Osborne. yeah, yeah, No, it's not. I'm afraid you're wrong. It's John. John, which John, John
1: which, which is Yannis, translated to English. Oh, oh so you should so, totally. So it's actually Yannis Osborne.
0: Uh, yeah. The idiot. But. Oh, I'm devastated for you now. I know that as well. Oh, uh, so uh, overall, then you got one for the quiz, but I gave you an extra one because um, you somehow managed to drop the greatest club in football into the conversation. And are they, did you say that they're uh, they've. they've Showing yeah. support, they're in. They are They are. indeed. Yeah. It's good work, good glance go. get. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, we've, we've seen loads of that, though, people just wanted, wanted to help kind of, you know, change the, I suppose, narrative of, of Birmingham in general, but also kind of a tech scene, so.
0: Which, Yanis, you helped me out so much with the flow of this podcast, it's unreal. I don't think I've ever had one that's the, the segues have moved into each other so well, which brings us back into the whole, like, Birmingham thing, I wanted yeah. to, like, catch up with you about the city. My, this is, I have frustrations with, I guess the Midlands as a whole, but yeah. specifically Birmingham, right? I, I love Birmingham, I, I love Tamworth, I love the Midlands, right? I'm, I'm proud that the business has been able to f- grow and thrive so much in, in little old Baisley and Tamworth, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, we are, are on the verge of, of moving closer towards Birmingham um, uh, city centre, so we're, we're moving over to the Fort Dunlop building, nice. um, hopefully in December, um, because we just couldn't find the right property and, and place for us to be in Tamworth. Um, really happy that we're moving closer to Birmingham. Actually, I think it's going to be great for um, the uh, overall sort of business anyway, in the view of where it is and the perception of, of that. But also, I think from a talent point of view, we're going to be able to attract more people and. Um, and it's a much better space. We're much more room. We're going to do loads of cool stuff. there, It's going to be brilliant. Cool. And, and you know, and as a, as a sort of media agency, a social media and publishing agency, we're, we're you know excited to, to move over there. Now, I try and like I do different bits with like so with like KPMG and try yes. and like network with them. And they have like a bit of a morning where once every like six weeks they'll try and connect a load of people. And yeah, so, so it's kind room. of Stan, kind of Alistair, kind of people like that. Um
1: yeah, 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 I I know it well Tim K runs it. Tim right? K, yeah. yes, so, great guy.
0: So Tim's trying to do stuff at KPMG where he, he's seen the sphere of what Birmingham was working in with within the minute, sees that there's loads of potential and opportunity and, and all these things and that it's it's undervalued in comparison to what London is, right? Yeah. And, and look, it's the second city, but I get yeah. that. And even maybe even behind Manchester,
1: it I would, is, I would argue. And, I mean, I, I don't even think you have to argue it. I think Manchester, I'd say Leeds, I'd say Nottingham.
0: I'd, I'd, say, I'd say Newcastle even to a certain extent I'd, as well, oh, yeah, as a yeah, lot goes on I, up there. And, um, and so I look at it and go, well, why, mm. why is that happening? I love what yeah. Tim's trying to do and connect people. Yeah. But it, the structure is not there in the Midlands yeah. at the minute where... Founders, particularly within tech and media, can connect, um, support, um, be invested uh, with or behind it. Yeah. Whether that be support by peer to peer or support financially, it's not seen as a hub. Yet, it's ranked number one regionally for the last seven years. And, and, and I don't. It's crazy. Do isn't you think it? it gets the credit? Do you think no. it's like I just don't understand why it's not seen as a yeah. hub of like. Entrepreneurialism and 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 uh, tech startup and media startup—it's just not there. It's not, is it? Um, I think it's kind of.
1: This is kind of where it all, I guess, kind of came from. With with me, similar frustrations. Um, you know, I'd be quite lucky to spend a lot of time in London, as I'm sure you have. Mm. And, um, you know, London, you're never short of a kind of, not not just a networking event, but a good quality networking event, you know, something that you're gonna get kind of some unique insight, you're gonna learn, you're gonna meet some kind of like-minded people. Um, I'd been invited down to kind of take part in London Tech Week. So they asked me to host a big part of their kind of main conference, which is like Tech Accelerate. So obviously kind of proud and privileged to be asked to do that. Went down, did it, um, but as I do, kind of come away from something like that, kind of reflecting. I'm thinking, kind of, why not Birmingham? Kind of, why do I keep having to go down to London to do these kind of events and kind of, you know, um, shout about kind of, you know, the great London scene? Um, and London is a different beast, right? With, yeah, it's, I think it's wrong to try and kind of compare Birmingham to to London or even try to compete with London. Yeah, let's leave that to, to one side. Um, but Birmingham, again, like like I said before, Manchester, Leeds, Nottingham, Newcastle, whatever it may be. Just, just isn't kind of where it needs to be. Um, so I started investigating a little bit more why, why that, that was and it really came down to, um, I guess, two, two things. One is kind of a lack of collaboration in the city. Um, people are very protective over their kind of bubbles, yeah. even though those organisations are really striving to kind of achieve the same thing. Which is kind of lift Birmingham, you know, kind of raise its profile in the tech scene and wider scenes as well, and also create pathways for entrepreneurs and businesses to actually kind of find the, the right level of investment, talent, whatever it may be. Yeah, I think the second thing is that it's a cultural one. Um, Brummies don't like to shout about kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, very much like to go, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we need to start doing that more and more and um, we need a big PR kind of drive around Birmingham um, to really lift the profile of the city, um, especially around kind of tech and, and startups. Um, so I had a moan and then I thought, you know what, sod it, let's just do something about it. Um, so on a Saturday, kind of created Birmingham Tech Week and um, created the, the brand, the website. Um, I think my wife was out kind of probably shopping or something and it was like kind of, yeah, I've got two hours, what do I do? Um, so, did it <laughs> all. Uh, Monday morning, kind of um, kind of stuck it out on LinkedIn, just thinking, oh, do you know what? If we get kind of five to 10 events taking place during the week, then great. We can kind of, you know, it's a start, you know, let's yeah, point in yeah, yeah, MVP yeah. It. Um, fast forward to where we are now, and there's over fifty events being planned, um, twenty locations across the city. Um, all the hubs have come together and said, "Yeah, we want to be a part of this. We want to support it." Um, so it just goes to show there is appetite, um, but it needs to be consistent. It needs to have a legacy, and it needs to drive real change moving forward. Otherwise, kind of, you know, we're just going to go back to the same way of working, and we're going to have a bit of a, a kind of, you know, blast during
0: a week, and, and that's it. It's really interesting, isn't it, you say about the the whole cultural thing and that, you know, Brummies is just a bit like, well, I've done it, like, yeah, it's there and and, and we're there with it. It's really interesting. Sometimes it's good, actually. Sometimes you don't want to shout too much about
1: about something, but I think there's there's right times and and there's kind of wrong times. And I think some, you know, Brummies just tend to not at all.
0: And so, how long's. Talk to me about Birmingham Tech Week. You know, um, you've sort of explained what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, how long has it been running, and 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 what have you seen come from that, and how's it how's it grown, sort of thing?
1: Yeah. So um, kind of, I think I founded it about three months ago. So
0: right. Okay. Yeah. Kind
1: of. I mean, this is a first year. Kind of um, never been done before, which I think surprised everyone. It was like, wait a minute, Birmingham's never had a Tech Week. Um, obviously, London has, Manchester has. I know other cities kind of have as well. Mental, isn't it? Um, you know, when you kind of come up with an idea and you think. I'm missing nah. something here. You know? Yeah. Um, like, I remember once kind of thinking, kind of, you know, the old classic kind of see-through toaster. Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the first person to ever think of that. Google. Uh, shit. I mean, a lot of times I've done that. Google something and gone, oh yeah, it's already been done.
0: Me All and my been. girlfriend did it the other night. We yeah. were...
1: Where were we? We were...
0: We were away on holiday and um, the... Um, room key we came up with an idea for to basically have mobile. a room key that would you know, and i was like you yeah. on the mobile with it so could i could add it into my wallet collect the data yeah. from it do offers etc and i was like i've never used one yeah quick think, quick quick google and and, and yeah. uh some of the actual hotels have built them
1: i think i've got one because oh, i i Premiering were a client of ours so i'm pretty sure i put it into an innovation paper for them um, not that go. I came up with it I'd obviously found it from a kind of Deloitte or something for 30 seconds yeah. I, was, and, uh, I was like yeah. poor yeah, my course, life yeah. I'm on to we are gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah,
0: you go yeah, you're googling yeah. you're like oh shit I'll park that. Is it, it went in the graveyard real quick <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it happens all the time doesn't it, does. it? Yeah, but, yeah. and it's hilarious that you've come up dropped on something and then been like
1: yeah it's not shit. been done before so kind of yeah, maybe yeah. you should kind of you know do something but I never thought it would kind of get to where it has done now and kind of receive a level of support and now for us it's more about going well, actually, kind of, what is kind of a legacy? What can the catalyst, you know, um, kind of Birmingham Tech Week as a catalyst be? And I think it kind of, for us, it's about helping organisations, helping tr- attract inward investment into the region, um, but also inspiring the next generation. You know, giving them kind of that inspiration around kind of tech careers, not just kind of oh, you can be a software developer, but actually there's so many things you can do in tech. You know pretty much every business now is a tech business anyway. Um, but I think that is one of our kind of key kind of goals really for the, for the week. Um, encourage more collaboration, of course, um, but also connecting up kind of, you know, public sector, private sector, and academia as well, because that's the problem. That's where the problem really lies. Um, you might get collaboration in most kind of different silos, um, but the fact that they don't kind of engage with each other and kind of solve real problems together and that's is the crime that,
0: chain That's the key thing yeah. is that's where you're going to solve problems. I mean if you imagine that if you could really really drive uh, the creative and tech space through hmm. um, some of the um, more sort of like uh, public sector and more of the Particularly the education system and the way that, yeah. that that's dealt with, and and again, you could do a whole podcast on 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 that, and, and I'm sure we'll have, we'll end up feeling the same about it as well. But yeah, yeah. The, the easy part is connecting. You know, in Birmingham Tech Week, the easy bit will be making sure that the uh, the tech companies come out and collaborate with each other. Well, that's like a, if that collaboration there, I think our you know I still think that the creative space and tech space are, are better at collaborating than maybe other industries. Yeah. I think we're not very good at it in bro, I agree with you, and I don't know why that is, and why there's like silos of of, of stuff but um I think if you i think the objective there's great I think if you can bring money to the city for for, for founders when they need it and yeah. and you know tech always needs it yeah. you know um I think that's a massive objective to have and, and a, yeah. a big a big challenge to come across and and because I think once that happens and you've got something there that 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 can you know why is it not on the map? I guess that's the question, isn't it? What, yeah. why? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Stuff's happening. Biggest population, kind of outside of London yeah. by by
1: some distance. Um, youngest city, kind of um, regionally. Um, kind of most diversity. Um, more startups. Kind of we've it's got, got all the it's, it's box, all the, we've got all the foundations. Yeah, and then it's but just then kind of, it's lost. It's, it's lost. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, and I think kind of it's also about kind of you know selfishly. You um, and I'm sure you feel the same. I want to be able to kind of start a company in Birmingham, a tech company, and not have to look over my shoulder and go, might need to go to London. We might need to go to London because there isn't the talent, there isn't the infrastructure, there isn't the support here we need. Um, so I, th- I, that's that for me selfishly is what Birmingham Tech Week is about. It's about creating an ecosystem where organisations like mine and like yours can flourish. Yeah, um, and obviously that then kind of you know multiplies across every single kind of startup and tech company. So
0: what do you think that, that can be done to get the next you know get the next gen of, of tech enthusiasts through in, in this area? like What's because you talk about we spoke about the education system there. Yeah. 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 I think, don't get me wrong. I think I think tech is probably being more catered for. I I think creativity isn't catered for, mm. barely catered for through the education system because it's. It, and I think tech is more so now, and yeah. the roles for tech, etc. Um, but how do you, do, you, do you think that comes through? People going to university, or do you think it, it really like there's some insane level of talent coming out of schools yeah. that can get that can go That's into right, yeah. roles and learn what they need to learn and grow through that and have a but and, and look i went to uni i dropped out yeah i yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I went there and just got pissed and, and then left a year and a half in being like i don't i don't know what i'm getting letters from the uni being like we're going to kick you out and i was like i know yeah I've i'm gonna <laughs> jump before i'm kicked out i think and you know but it wasn't right for me i went no, there because no, no. i didn't know what i wanted yeah. to do i yeah. was like literally but i don't funny i got two us in an e and i got into a university yeah. like what kind of uni is it you know no offense, Derby, and, and, and there's, there's, I'm sure, great people who've gone there, but they let me in. They shouldn't have let me in. Yeah. I, I was not of the grade to get there. And then there's lots of pitfalls in it. And I think, well, well how 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 do we get these people through? How do people come through? To, why did, why would they choose to come and live in Birmingham if they're not already? And and is it is it through what you're doing with Birmingham Tech? But yeah. what you know, what else can be done? How are the businesses can be connecting? And that's what I like about KPMG and what they're doing because yeah. they're looking at it and going, okay. And don't get me wrong, there's. Definitely selfish reasons behind it from a KPMG course, perspective, but, yeah. but I'm all right with that. Yeah. You yeah. know, don't care where it comes. I from. don't care. But why aren't the others doing it? Yeah. You know, why aren't the other big four doing it? Why aren't the banks doing it more? And and yeah. I think. Some of the banks do it well. I mean, you're with you're at the NatWest Accelerator. I was. I was. You was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think yeah, NatWest yeah, do yeah, a good yeah, job. They do, you know, they do. And how yeah. was your experience through that? It was, was good.
1: It was good. Actually, funny enough, I'm, I'm a mentor there now. So oh, okay. kind of You gotta say it's good I, then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of. You no, know, but I think kind of I saw the value it could bring. Yeah. Um. So kind of wanted to give back. Um. So that's a, a great initiative. I'm sat right across from kind of um, Eagle Labs. Um, which is another kind of, you know, good initiative helping a lot of digital companies kind of flourish. Um, You've then got kind of, you know, we're on a program with National Express. Um, You know, even though we do nothing around kind of transportation, they've got problems around kind of marketing, kind of brand engagement with consumers and obviously want us to kind of help them with that as well. So there are kind of pockets of it. But again, I don't think this is widely publicised. So, you know, we've stumbled across a lot of these initiatives. You know, I I think there needs to be a hub, a platform, um, a community kind of signposting service, whatever it may be, to say, actually, this is what's going on, Um, giving people kind of, you know, insight, training, learning, whatever it may be. Um, But also from, from schools, you know, saying to those schools, actually, this is how you can get some of your bright children who, you know, frankly, kind of would be kind of, you know going to university and hating it <laughs> they can go and kind of you know develop their skills in these kind of apprenticeship schemes for some great organizations um, but we're not creating those pathways right now We want to create something that you know gives organizations that want to change the ability to kind of you know have access to the right resources um, and develop further from there so that is something we are kind of planning but um, i think it's about kind of making sure that it's the right thing and that's what we're kind of you know mulling over at the moment, making sure that we're not just creating another, I don't know, series of events. Um, we want it to be more valuable than that, um, and that's where I think it needs buying from public sector at the same time. Um, which is, we, I've got to say, you know, we've had kind of a West Midlands Growth Company um, really be supportive, you know, the LEp, um, West Midlands Combined Authority. So we are getting that support. Um, but it's taking time. Um, yeah. It needs to not just be a week; it needs to be right. Actually, this is a three-year strategic project um, to make sure Birmingham is seen as kind of, you know, the the second city um, for all the right reasons.
0: I love it. It's a point for you, by the way. You know, it's oh, nice. two points it for just trying to drive this because it pisses me off oh, that we're not me too. Yeah. that yeah. we're not yeah. in yeah. the space. And um... it's hard, though,
1: right? It's kind of, you know, that's the thing. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, but I suppose. And all good things in life aren't, aren't easy, right, so.
0: Wicked. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Likewise. What's the whip what's the coin, Jamie? What are we at? Six. It's a good go. Yeah, you didn't do know. very well on the quiz, so to come oh, out with six points sh- is pretty good, actually, isn't the quiz, it? The quiz was shocking. Qu- the quiz was, uh, it weren't yeah. your bag. You knew no. gonna it weren't going to be. It's I okay, isn't it? I said it, didn't I? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Do a, do a quick plug for Birmingham Tech Week, give the dates. come on, give us some, yeah. hit me up with some info for it. So,
1: Birmingham Tech Week, um, 7th to the 13th of October, um, taking a place across lots of different uh, venues across the city, um, covering health tech, edtech, um, fintech, um, ed tech, whatever. And um, if you want to know more information, go to birminghamtechweek.com.
0: Nice, birminghamtechweek.com, brilliant. And again, um, that was available. Bottom I head. mean, what on earth? Yeah, I know, crazy that's a great domain name isn't it, <laughs> right, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and then uh equally um for hive
1: yeah so um if you want to find more information about hive go to hivespace.com that's h y v e space.com
0: not um, a space for word space yeah okay uh all of it will be in the top comments for for the podcast and uh, and through linkedin and stuff been an absolute pleasure having you on i think it's amazing what you're doing with boom tech week and, and hive i think hive uh, will no doubt be a huge success. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it launch. Uh, actually, I Actually, want to have a chat with you off camera about what you know, uh, what the potentials are as well. Cool. Uh, and Birmingham Tech Week, I'm fully behind it. I will be turning up to what I can do in that week, and yep. the following year, I want to be involved with it, because we'll be in Birmingham, so it'll be a bit easier for us to run events from where we're at. Awesome. I'm, uh, um, I'm into it. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thanks very much. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. Cheers, dude. And now we hit the. Th- the dun, 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 dun. He's not got it ready. It's uh, it's in about every week, like <laughs> I don't get it. Like you know it's coming to the end. You've asked either, me You've asked me though. to end it, <laughs> you've asked me face. to like it's panic mode and like you were the one who asked me to uh you know wrap it up because you want to keep on your timings. He's still not got it. I'm trying to add lib like some kind of great rider. There we go. There we go. dun, dun, da, dun, da, dun.